Hello and welcome to the Run With Horses daily show. This is a offshoot of the Run With Horses podcast. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. And I haven't really said that on the daily show, but if you would like to write me, you can write me at norman at runwithhorses.net. If you have any questions or comments or something you'd like to hear me talk about on the show sometime. Today, I'm looking at 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 7 and 8. And again, I'm just kind of on the daily show going through things that I'm learning, reading, thinking about. And really the main part typically is my daily devotions as I'm reading through the Bible. This is one of my favorite passages, however. And, you know, Paul does a great job of always challenging people that you know, the people that he talked to, he would challenge them. You know me, you know what I teach, you know who I am. He was very transparent. And here he emphasizes a certain aspect of the way that he interacted with the Thessalonians. Um, He says in verse 7, We were gentle among you, just as a nursing mother cherishes her own children. So affectionately longing for you, we were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives, because you have become dear to us. You know, this really is the heartbeat of disciple making. You know, my goal in life is to be a disciple maker, to really to invest well in other people, to help them grow in Christ likeness in their ability to, uh, to serve him well to grow into maturity. And this is one of those passages that we think about, what does that look like? Well, here it is. It's, it's giving of our lives, not just information, not just uh, passing on something that we've learned, but it's, it's giving of ourself. And, you know, it's just kind of extended. If you look down to verse 10 to 12, it says, you are witnesses and God also, again, he says, you know, how devoutly and justly and blamelessly we behaved ourselves among you who believe. As you know how we exhorted and comforted and charged every one of you as a father does his own children, that you would walk worthy of God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. Paul does just a great job of helping uh, helping them see how he lived. Because sometimes we see people around us and we, we see people who are maybe investing in us, but it's, we don't see the intentionality behind it. And here he's pointing that out. He said, we were blameless. We devote ourselves. We exhorted, comforted, and charged you. you know, our goal was to help see you change and grow in Christ's likeness. Uh, our goal was to see every one of you walk worthy of God. And... Again, that relationship is at the forefront, as you see, he he points out that it's as a father does his own children. And that really is how we should be looking at making disciples, how we look at investing in people. It is imparting of our, our own life, not just the truth, not just the gospel, whether it's in evangelism or disciple making. We're giving more than a set of facts, more than a set of truths. It's life-changing. I mean, those 
those truths are life-changing and they are what is most important. But from the side of the one doing it, the heart behind it, um, I, I think this is that, that heart. I want to love someone, care about someone enough that it is as the father teaches their children. I have three kids. My goal is to see them thrive, to, to succeed and to do well. So I want to support them in many ways. And some of those are the big obvious things. I have things that I know that they need to know and I want them to understand those. But even in smaller things and even just to, to watch them grow and succeed brings joy. And I think this idea is included in there. Is that when the father looks at his children, he's proud of them when they do well. And I think we have that same opportunity to, to glory and to joy to um, be proud of people who are successfully following Christ and they're living that out in, in their context, in their relationships, in their life. So uh, I, I really have always loved this, this passage and it helps me because you have, you have both sides of this. Seven and eight are as the nursing mother cherishes her own children. So you have this idea of a gentle affection, um, really devotion, and that's important and necessary. It's kind of loving support. But then you also have, as the father does his children, you have the exhortation and comforting and, and the charge to walk worthy. So sometimes the motherly side wants to overprotect and you need the balance of the father. He says, you know, you need to get out there and do this. You need to uh, challenge your children, exhort them to make efforts to try. Um, sometimes the fatherly side, which is too strong, needs to be balanced by the concern of the mother and the support that, hey, we're here with you. So both sides of that are important. And you see them both in Paul's relationship. Um, with this church and i think that's ultimately is what we want to be as as disciple makers so hopefully this is an encouragement to you today for me i am as i record this today sitting in a parking lot waiting on my life my wife as she's taking a, a cna test you'll get her cna license hopefully today and we came back from japan as missionaries to care for her mother and it's been a long interesting journey <laughs> and so as her mother broke her hip a few weeks ago and things have sped up a lot um my wife's had to delay this this test but it is kind of a it's not something she needs but i just kind of the reward of all the hard work of learning how to do the thing so to actually pass <laughs> it was kind of a little cherry on top for her so i'm getting to support her in a way like this passage is talking about to come alongside her and just uh, rejoice with her as we celebrate what God's doing in her life and her family's life as she is able to, to be here and, and care for her mother. For all of us, we have times, uh, we have places in our life where we have to take this challenge of the father to his children that we would walk worthy of God who called us. I don't know what that looks like in your life, but typically most of the time it seems like it works like it's daily obedience. Am I doing the basics that keep me spiritually focused in the right place? 
And if I'm doing that, then the details of the day tend to work themselves out okay. If I start with my heart in the right place and my focus in the right place, then my relationships typically are going to work out because I have this heart that Paul's talking about. My goal is to invest in others and see them grow in Christ likeness. So even in the difficulties of dealing with maybe family or dealing with uh, hard situations, uh, if our heart is focused, uh, if Christ is at the center, and if we recognize that he's doing something bigger than our trials today, um, then I think it's a little easier for us to walk worthy, as Paul talks about. So hopefully today you are doing your best to walk worthy. I know that I am. Have a good one.